You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 3, Episode 90. I can't believe we've done 90 episodes for, so far for season three. Uh, pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, it's uh, almost the end of August. We are on the horizon of Labor Day weekend. So, you know, once we get back after that, it's September. And that's pretty much the only month that we really need to make it through uh, to finally get into hockey season and hockey mode. And, and the full season of fall will be upon us. I went to a spirit Halloween store today. Took uh, Madison around and showed her some of the scary things. She was unfazed by and by all of it. She didn't really have. She just kind of looked at like all the masks and creepy. You know, they had a monkey with a tambourine thing and growling, and she just wasn't phased by any of it. So that was good news. Uh, but I guess I got to ask Andy, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Uh... For it was 44 days until the NHL regular season starts. Um, right. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy that it, it it felt like such a short summer. I guess that's a symptom of making it to at least the conference finals. You know, it just seems like it's the second the the playoffs were over, we had you know you had the NHL awards given out, and then free agency, which was absolutely crazy this summer. Um, and then we obviously had the, you know, you had the first rookie camp for a lot of teams. Um, and then you, uh, yeah, we had the world juniors and now we're going to, in two weeks, we're going to have basically the start of training camp. And then, uh, a week after that, you're going to have, uh, you know, some preseason games and then, and, and then the week after that, it's, uh, or right basically the start of the season. Right. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 weird this season with the expectations as, you know, a New York Rangers fan just coming off the Eastern Conference final. I, I don't know about you, Andy, but I almost feel like that's a little bit of a dream uh, that that we actually accomplished that goal. And, you know, with expectations going into next season, I'm like, this is me. I, I go from optimistic being like, all right. Like that's who we are. We are that team. We are an Eastern Conference final. We're one of those teams contending for a Stanley Cup. And then there's the next. I'm like, this that could have been a fluke. Like we may never get there again. And it's like I, I don't know what to think as a fan going into the next season. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, when you look at uh, the last rec- few Cup winners, you look at their trajectory, and they were never just strictly linear. You know. Um, uh, there's a few teams that miss the play, like they would get far in the playoffs and then they would either outright miss the playoffs or get bounced in the first round only to like come back and make the conference final or the, the cup final, like, you know, the next year, you know, so Tampa's certainly wasn't linear. Uh, Washington's wasn't uh, obviously Pittsburgh was in between Crosby's first cup and then his last, uh, you know, his last two, it was uh, quite a while, right? So, um, and with a lot of ups and downs and disappointment and, uh, you know, say it for some first round exits and some, you know, second round exits. And so, so it's just, 
Yeah, it's tough because on the one hand, it's like maybe you should take solace in the fact that it doesn't have to be a step-by-step linear thing, but at the same time, uh, yeah, it just, it, it makes it that, like you said, it makes it that much more scary because you're like, oh boy, like we could, this team could flame out in the first round or, or, or God forbid, not even make the playoffs, you know? So that's always the fear, but I, you know, I, I at least feel about their good, about their chances to make the playoffs, I think. Um, but yeah, beyond that, it's tough, you know, I guess it's, it's really, this team will probably live or live or live and die on how much progress their young players have made. Yeah. And I don't know, as a fan, I just, I don't trust that at all. Like I don't trust, I just don't trust the nature of sports is what I'm trying to say, I guess, because like you, you hit the nail right on the head. Like there's no, like there's no textbook path to win a Stanley cup. It's, you know, you you make it to the Eastern conference final and then you take a huge step back and then, you know, the, the, you know, lines aren't gelling or now this year we get an injury, you know, Mika Zibanejad, like, it's just there's too many factors with this team that I just can't fully be one of those confident fans being like, oh, we're competing for a Stanley Cup. I, I just it's not believable to me. I am going to go down the pessimistic route that uh, is my human nature, and they are going to have to prove to me that they are a Stanley Cup contending team. I think we have the makeup for it. Obviously, what you saw last year and ob- the core is not that gone. But, you know, I need I, – like, Kreider was a huge piece of the New York Rangers' regular season success. He needs to, like, repeat that. Now, I'm not saying score another 50 goals, but, like, Kreider needs to be a 35-plus goal scorer for us to be where we are to repeat our, you know, place in the standings. Because there's going to be teams like Pittsburgh and Washington that – are like we're expecting them to skip a beat but again i cannot trust those teams to have a full-on collapse because you know history has told us that they're just one of those teams that are always going to be around until their core finally you know gives up retires gets hurt you know we need something and even when they do get hurt they seem to just be able to have next man up and then you know and then i worry because you know, the teams like Buffalo and Detroit and Ottawa and even Montreal, like, you know, those teams that were, you know, an easy layup for two points are not going to be as bad as they were. And they're going to give us a battle. And, you know, that's good for the NHL, but bad for New York Rangers fans because it was a gauntlet last year with the East. But now it seems like all the bottom feeding teams have gotten a lot better and a lot stronger and are expected to maybe not make the playoffs, but at least compete and have a respectable season uh, record-wise. You know, Andy, this is kind of not where I thought the podcast was going to go right off the bat, but since we're here now and going down this path, uh, are you worried with how stacked the East is that, you know, maybe the season will be too, too daunting that we won't have the same amount of success during the regular season as we did last year? Um. Well, I think just realistically, I think you can say, look, um, Igor will most likely, I would love for him to win the Vezina again, but I think it's smarter to bet regression there. So he might, he'll be good, just maybe not as godlike as he was <laughs> all year, you know, or, or at least those stretches will not be as long as they were last season. Um, and then when you look at some of the other teams around the league, or excuse me, in the Rangers division, uh, even though I don't know how much better they'll be, I do think the Islanders should be better. Um, I think Sorokin could actually be a really good bet to win the Vezina next season, so they'll at least be better. You know, you and I were counting on all, basically the Rangers' longtime rivals in the Capitals and the Penguins to just, um, yeah, just finally call it quits. We thought, you know, Evgeny Malkin and Chris Letang were headed to other conferences. And they're going to blow it up. And lo and behold, they resign both guys. And like you said, we've been waiting for these older players to drop off forever. And it hasn't really happened at least too much. So can't really. And now that's not going to happen. I mean, it seems like uh, Washington might have some injury issues. Uh, we don't know what's going on with Nick Backstrom. Maybe maybe Caps fans, maybe Hockey Troll can explain to me what's going on with him. But he might not be available, I, I believe, for the beginning of the season. So... Yeah, he's had a lot of injuries recently. Um, 
yeah. And I mean, uh, uh, you know, I, Columbus just signed Johnny Gaudreau. I think that's at least in terms of free agency that that'll be a good spot. And they had a lot of promising young players. I mean, it hurts that Alexander Texier is not going to be able to play that full season for them due to, or, or maybe he might, but right now he's going to play closer to home due to some um, personal, uh, you know, personal mental health reasons because uh, he's had some devastating losses in this to family members. Um, but yeah, I just, again, the Canes re- reloaded to have a slightly more offensive bent because they needed it. So they're, I think the Canes are still a pretty strong write in for first in the Metro. And yeah, it just, it, this, it doesn't, I don't know. It's yeah. And even the flyers are clearly have made moves that they're like, they want to be better and they probably will. So it's tough to say, I mean, the 2023 draft is absolutely stacked. So you wonder if, if teams get off to a bad start, then maybe they'll put themselves in that position because you don't want to pass up on potentially being able to get a Connor Bedard or Adam Fantilli or Matt Bamichkoff. You know, these are some of the best players, at least in terms of, you know, cal draft caliber that have, uh, been available in the last few drafts so but um yeah no it just it seems like there's certain teams around the league that are in that position but none of them really seem in the metro which sucks you know everyone seems in the metro still seems to want to somehow try to have a winning season yeah and even the you know obviously you you look at the east and you compete with the wild card spots and even those teams you know like the bruins are not going to go anywhere you know, obviously you have Tampa, Toronto, and Florida, which are going to be super competitive. But, you know, Buffalo, after Eichel, kind of gotten got better. I think they're going to be, you know, maybe not the greatest team this season, but they're going to be much more competitive. I think they're growing something there, and they've kind of shed that negative energy and, and you know, want to see what they can do without, you know, the, uh, you know, the circus of, of you know, uh, having uh, Eichel there. So, and then you have Detroit, ton of young gun stars coming up. I think that's a very well-run organization, and I think they're ready to take another step up. And I could see them, you know, record-wise being slightly over 500. And then even Ottawa, again, like, you know, the Brinkett, they, you know, Giroux, they added some key players there, a little bit more mature maybe uh, with their younger players. And, and maybe they turn heads and can finish above you know 500 slightly above 500 you know it's and then montreal you know i i I think you know with st louis there for a full season maybe they'll have a little bit of momentum especially off the start and have an exciting season i think eventually they'll fall off but uh you know no carry price and and so you gotta you know start to question whether or not uh you know, it's in their best interest to to maybe finish in last place. But, you know, the, even those teams in the Atlantic are, are going to be super competitive and going to give the Rangers a tough time. And, yeah, this is the things like, you know, I worry. And I look at the New York Rangers and it's like, we have a f- fucking good team. And I'm sitting here petrified whether or not we're going to be competing for a playoff spot. So this is just the, the stress of being a Ranger fan, I guess, Andy. Uh, my last question for you. You know, looking out west, and I don't know. Am I crazy to think that the west is just so much weaker than the east overall? Because I'm looking at, you know, if you threw the Rangers into the Pacific, I would pencil us in for easy top three, like right now. Like, I I don't think we could finish much lower. Yeah, I mean... um, Central would be tougher, but... Yeah. I You know, LA, I wonder how much, if they're going to be better... Um, they probably will, I think, because they're in a similar spot to the Rangers, although their star players are considerably, uh, considerably older. But it's really, you know, that's really that, that threesome of Dowdy, uh, Kopitar, and Jonathan Quick. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll see if, if their younger players can help. You know, is Quentin Byfield finally going to pop off for them? Does Alex Turcotte make the roster in some capacity and is he ready to step into the NHL? Um, you know, and, and do like I said, the Kapari and all their other young and Kelly and all their young, other young players. But yeah, it's weird. I still don't know what to make of the flames. Will, you know, adding Uyghur is a huge win for them. Obviously losing Goudreau and Kachuk really sucks, but at the very least they were, they get Nazem Kadri, who's probably not as good as either of those guys, but he does have those, uh, 
those intangibles that I think at least would work well in a D- Daryl Sutter system. And Huberdeau is clearly no slouch, right? So yeah, they, they might st- take a little step back. And a- again, the Edmonton Oilers, I think just by not, r- not riding Mike Smith all year, I think they'll be better. But um, but yeah, they're still Edmonton. And they, you know, it's a... Uh, it's never, never enough for them. So, yeah, but I do think, you know, the Rangers would still be a clear, if they were in the Pacific, I think they would be a clear top three team, if not a favorite to win. Um, I think they'd be the favorite to win. Uh, Edmonton would be right up there. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you think of Vegas getting Kessel? That's fine. Um, you know, he had a strange year last year. He doesn't really play much defense but he can create offensively, which is good. But he last year, his shooting percentage was, you know, kind of in the toilet. So he didn't score personally as much, but he was at least a good passer of the puck. But he's a guy who could probably be closer to being cooked than not. But again, I think Vegas has, with their cap issues, they need all the cheap production they can get. And so it's a good bet for them, you know? And obviously, no. I everyone loves Phil, so I just think your your team gets a clear personality boost just from having players like that in your lineup, you know? Yeah, I, you know, I looked at that and I kind of said, he might actually be good for that locker room because, and that whole organization, I feel like the players, I don't know, last year, I just, didn't you feel that there was like an extra sense of pressure on Vegas to be, to make the playoffs and be successful and compete for a Stanley Cup and like yeah you know, the, they added well, Eichel, like, they ha- the vibe was off like, yeah basically. I feel like Kessel losing Reeves like- clearly hurt in that sense guys like right. you know locker room big personalities and hell you can even say guys like Nate Schmidt who they used to have or maybe not the greatest defenseman but just like happy go lucky character guys or whatever or outsized personalities they seem to really help teams whereas the ones that are a little bit more tightly won you know tightly rung and uh business-like yeah you need some ways to to get over bad losses and just keep you know keep going to keep it light so i think in that sense phil is a, a great signing for them you know i agree i agree um another thing i wanted to talk about andy i know this is changing topics a little bit here but uh, obviously the cover of NHL 23 came out and, you know, I rate, I read the comments underneath the posts and there's something I want to address on the mm-hmm. podcast. Cal McCarr is obviously a star in this, in this league. He is an incredible defenseman. He does amazing things on the ice. Is but the almost the love for him is almost becoming unbearable where I I'm starting to hate Cal McCarr and I'm starting to hate the Colorado avalanche because all anyone wants to talk about is Cal McCarr. Like every comment underneath the new cover was like, have you heard of Cal McCarr? Have you like, he at least one rookie, like every single thing was just about how Cal McCarr, like it was stolen from him. And then, like, I'm thinking to myself, it's like, it's a video game, number one. And number two, like, I, I think Zegris, call me crazy with this. This might be a hot take here. But I feel like Zegris to the Chell community means more than Cal McCarr does. Like, I, I, I yeah, don't no, you're think right. Cal McCarr is, like, that sexy of a guy to throw on a cover of, a, like, yeah, he's amazing, but... He's not like Chell worthy, if that makes any sense. I mean, I think he's Chell worthy. I just think there's so many people that are Chell worthy. And like, just because Cal McCarr is Chell worthy doesn't mean Zegers isn't. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. I, well, yeah. Austin Matthews has gotten it twice, but he almost like embodies that culture and then also like is one of the, you know, most dynamic players in the league. Cal McCarr, like, I don't know enough about his personality, but, like, I think him being just, like, the best defenseman in the league doesn't exactly scream like he needs to be on the cover. Like, it makes sense that Zegers is on the cover if you're trying to sell, you know, uh, copies of NHL 23. Yeah, like, you know, Tarasenko is on the cover in 17. 
which was an interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the choice, I, I feel like it's random because it's like sometimes it seems it's like whichever team was just like really impressive or won the cup, you know? Um, right. Like Bergeron, to me, personality wise, doesn't seem like he fits a video game cover, even though he's one of the best, you know, two way forwards in the National it Hockey League. Might be the best two way forward in the history of if the National Hockey League. But again, yeah, it's just like. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's that it's like there's no really criteria and there's plenty of players that are deserving. Um, you know, obviously McDavid got a cover, but he's the best player in hockey. Uh, you know, right, so but that's like, why he's getting the cover because he's the best player in hockey. Sometimes you got to have some sort of X factor. And I feel like Zegris is kind of one of those like just social media wise, I think almost more just as popular as Cal McCarr is. And people just don't realize that. Well, you want to know something? Guess who has zero NHL, yay sure. NHL covers? Um, a player named Sidney Crosby. He's not been on a single ah, NHL wow. cover. So, uh, you know, I mean, again, it's, there's sometimes it's, there's a lot of factors I think go into it. I think it's like, it's for the, the video game company, I think it's the what they're trying to impart, you know, with their game. And recently, it's been this whole trying to embrace the hockey lifestyle and the culture and this whole idea that obviously, yes, this is an NHL game, but it's also there's more to hockey culture than just like, you know, they every year they could just be like, OK, we're going to put whoever won the heart on. Or if the guy, same guy twice wins it two years in a row, we're going to put the runner-up on it or whatever, or, or the captain of the team who won the Stanley Cup. But, you know, I don't know. I just think, like you said, it's like they put Austin Matthews on because was, he was kind of like represented the new wave of young stars in the NHL. Um, you know, uh, they put P.K. Subban on because he was, at the time, was probably the most outsized personality in the NHL. And now Zegers, well, the Subban pick is like the is similar to the Zegers pick. Like I feel like they were picked for similar reasons. Yeah, like they they kind of took like the online social media presence of the NHL by storm, and you know they don't need to be the top player in the league points wise to make an impression, especially on the younger generation who is mostly buying, you know, NHL twenty three. So yeah, that yeah, it's just you know that. It's just, it's starting, I'm, and there's other avenues too to this, Andy. It's just, I'm now starting to hate Cal McCarr and the Colorado Avalanche. I just want to let you know that, that that feeling is brewing inside of me, and it's because of all these comments. Every single thing, it needs, Cal McCarr needs to be the, you know, the face of the NHL. It's just, I get it, but listen, New York Ranger fans say what you want. We never expected Fox to be the face of the NHL. We wanted him recognized as to be one of the best defensemen in the league. But like, it's like they're just not happy with their Stanley Cup. They're not happy with him, you know, winning a Norris. Like they're just, I just feel like they're really unhappy and it's starting to tick me off a little bit. So I don't, I don't know what. Well, it's like a hot take. Like, and I think Rangers fans are probably going to crucify me for saying this. I don't know if I would ever put Adam Fox on a cover of one of these games. No, I wouldn't. I mean, Panarin. I don't think I would put Igor. I'd probably put Panarin doing the kick because that kind of makes the most sense, right? I think I, it kind of I encapsulates would... what they're trying to impart yes. about hockey, fun, excitement, whatever. You know, it would maybe maybe if Igor goes insane again and wins the Vesna again two years in a row, they do like an Igor Shesterkin, you know, super intense cover. Then then I get it, but. Uh, you know, I can remove my personal feelings about my team aside. Like, just because you're a good player, hell, you could be the best player, but sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean you're right for the cover that year. You know what I mean? It's not a, it's not an NHL award. I mean, the NHL, the NHL trophies don't even mean anything. I, <laughs> like, what do I you know. give a shit? Yeah, it's just, it's stupid. So, that's all. Yeah, I know, it's just a shame that. because I, I, I did like McCarr. I thought he was, so, he's so fun to watch. He's the but best now, defenseman in the league, I, bar none. I will say that. I, I know, but, but now it's like I can't yeah. even enjoy it because of social media. Yeah, and, and how insufferable. That's the thing. You get a little bit of taste of success, and it goes right to your head. 
Oh gosh, I just want to. You know, I just I think the other day it's like I saw some list of the best centers and or like it was like here are the players who are in like the second tier of stars in the NHL. So it wasn't like the first tier S tier, which was like, you know, McDavid, McKinnon, um, you know, Matthew, so on and so forth. But it was like a bunch of other names. And I just saw like a Vancouver fan who was absolutely furious, who was like Elias Pettersson and JT Miller should be included with the top stars in the NHL. I'm like, what? Like, you have to have some foresight about your team. Elias Pettersson is like has to be hasn't isn't even a point per game player yet. You know what I mean? And like, yes, JT Miller had one crazy out outrageous season. Good for him, but just he's done it once. Like, yeah, I just I don't know. People have no perspective on on their own team. Like that's the thing. I mean, like, I think naturally as a as a Rangers fan, I'm always like. If anything, I think I probably I probably underrate some of the players on my team. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, Kreider scored this many goals, but at any minute, you know, he can make a boneheaded thing. Or Mika Zibanejad's good, but he's not really as good as de- at defense as people say. You know, that type of thing, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I never, I, I've, uh, yeah, there's hockey outside of your own team. So, you, I, you know, you got to get open your, broaden your horizons a bit. College football is back. And it's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the best time of the year, right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. If that's not enough action, you can also place the same game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets into one, like which team will get the win, which team to score first, and more. DraftKings is safe secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's promo code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for terms and resources. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. One per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as $825 free bets. I, I don't know. It annoyed me to the point. And then, you know, I was kind of just searching, scrolling through online. And I found an article from 2019. Because because then I, I started like, you know, in my head, I'm now bashing the entire Colorado Avalanche fan base. And I found this article I came across from 2019. And it was ranking the NHL home crowds. And I'm like, do I open the article and see and anger myself on where New York is? Or do I just don't click it and just be on, go on with my life. I clicked it, Andy. Uh, this is 2019. So, you know, you're going to have to go back and have a 2019 mindset before COVID. Where do you think the Rangers end up on this list of, of NHL fan bases? For wait for best or for, for home crowds, I should, home crowds is the, what the list is. Well, it's definitely up there. They definitely have a lot more personality than some of the crowds in the NHL. I mean, when I think of like the crowds that actually stand out to me, um, like Nashville with the whole chance, you know, for better or for worse, you can think it's annoying, but it's clearly a factor, right? Right. Um. Yeah, New York fans are. I think part a part of it, honestly, is the garden is a little bit of a smaller building than some of these other modern arenas, right? So the yeah, yeah the, the noise is definitely a little bit more on top of the play, you know, and also with the roof, there's less obstruction. It's not like there's a bunch of scaffolding and all this other stuff. I feel like sound can just kind of reflect off the top of that roof. I this is based on no, I'm not an audiologist, I, so this, there's no science behind this. This is just me, some some you know schmuck. Uh, from uh, Brooklyn, who just is just speculating, but uh, I would have the Rangers on that list. I, you know, I think between the Bronx cheers and the, uh, yeah, I mean, 
on Henrik Lundqvist's retirement night, they threw garbage on the ice, <laughs> you know? Right. So, yeah, I, and, you know, again, it's, it's, I think it's, it's about, um, which fan bases are, or which crowds are like the most involved or impactful. You know what I mean? Cause there's a lot of quiet buildings. Like you're not going to put Panthers fans on there. No offense, Panthers fans. Um, you're not going to put Coyotes fans on there. I don't think you'd even, you wouldn't put LA Kings fans on there. And that's not to say they're not passionate fans of these fan bases. It's just not the same thing. Hell, like I wouldn't even put Blackhawks fans on there. Interesting. And that's not to say these fan bases haven't like been around a long time or suffered or, or endured or whatever. It's not about that. I just think like in terms of making their, making their presence felt and factor into the game. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, would you say maybe, maybe would you say, well, I'm curious, James, what teams stand out for you? It doesn't have to be any particular order, but. Well, I've seen, I'm, I'm, I have the list in front of me. Okay. This is their uh, list, obviously. This is their list. This is cool. Yardbarker.com. And it's actually, it's actually a pretty well done article. Like the write-ups that I've read about you know, half the teams, it's there's a little paragraph, but they're very it's it's funny to read their take. You know, it's a, it's obviously an opinion of, of the person who wrote the article, but it's funny to see how they look at everything. Um, obviously, like home crowds. When you think of home crowds, like you think of like the home ice advantages, and like even now. Like for me, I think the teams that have a spectacle and a show are going to automatically, their home crowds are automatically going to get credit whether they deserve it or not. Like you mentioned Nashville. I just think it's like a party city and they have the country song and they embrace that kind of show. So they're automatically going to get like a reputation as a crowd. And Vegas is the same thing. Like they treat it like it's an event, which is like smart of them, obviously. But like, I don't fear going into Nashville's building and saying, oh my God, like we have to play Nashville. Buildings that like I fear the Rangers would have to go in and play. I know this sounds like nuts, but like I fear Long Island. I feel the, I fear the Islanders with such a like small building, it's intimate. Islander fans are crazy, you know, from Long Island. I fear Montreal Canadiens. I fear pretty much all the Canadian teams because I do think their fan bases are rowdy. But, um, yeah, I don't, like, other than that, like, there's nothing that other, like, other teams don't really, like, stand out to me. I I don't know why. Um, You know, even like a place like Minnesota, where like hockey is obviously big there, it's like you lost your team to Texas. So ultimately, I just don't fear the fan base there. So, yeah, I I don't know. Am I crazy? Like, do you agree with kind of what I'm saying? No, I do. Because, you know, and I obviously for us, we could say, oh, well, that's because we're Rangers fans. But it's, it's not because I, again, it's, Islanders fans, they, you know, they beat the drum and they have the songs and yeah, they're, they are and like loud. They get up for the New York Rangers too. Like it's, it's a, there's another level there. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Cause obviously, I mean, it's like, would you put, you know, with, with, because of the battle of Alberta, it's like, would you put flames fans or Edmonton fans? At, well, you know what? Can I guess the list? Can we do that? Cause yeah, I'm yeah, kind of curious. Yeah. You, yeah. You absolutely is, can. is this now, is Sorry. this a top? Is this a top 10 or is this like a... No, it has every team ranked. All right. So can can I... All right. I want to go from, from last to first. Sorry. Okay. Because I'm really riveting podcasting, but... Uh, okay. I'm doing it. All right. Last place, uh, Arizona? No. Florida? Yes. Okay. Arizona is second to last. Okay. So you got the I'm, bottom I'm pull- two correct. I'm making a... I'm starting a note so I cannot mention the same team twice. Just give me one second. So I can keep myself here. Well, do you want to quickly run through the teams, and then I'll go through the list? Well, I, no, I won't try, I'm trying to guess them in order. Is what I want. Okay, to do. all right, all right. If that's okay with you, no, that's perfectly fine with me. All right, so Florida, Arizona, 
Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, is it, can I, oh, can, maybe I can ask questions to just, so it doesn't take forever. Um, yeah. Is it a Canadian, another Canadian team? No. Okay. Um, is it a team in the Pacific? Yes. Okay. It's not Vegas cause they're going to be up there. Uh, is it, and obviously Seattle is not on the list. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to say this, the ducks. Yep. Wow. Okay. The are the sharks like right after that? Well, look, the sharks fans can have there. Well, I'll give you the division of the team that's after them. Uh, yeah. That, or else this will take forever. So you can give me the division. The division is the Atlantic. Okay. Uh, Florida. No, we did Florida. Uh, Buffalo Sabres. No, Sabres fans are pretty are pretty vocal. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, Andy, this is going to take forever if I take this long. Uh, let's say the, uh, oh, um, the Ottawa Senators. Yep. Yeah, I figured. Okay. All right. And then you got another Pacific team. Another Pacific. So hmm, let's say the LA, uh, LA Kings. Yep. Okay, yeah. sweet. All right, this one. I think uh, it's a, well, it's a Metro team. Better, better this one us. I think is a little bit more shocking. I think. Devils? No. Flyers? No. P- Pittsburgh? No. Oh, Columbus, sorry. No, no. Is it us? No, it's not us. It's Thank not us. Jesus, fuck. I was like... Yeah, no. We're... Oh, the Capitals, maybe? No. What? This Who one's a little... Hurricanes? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, uh, they says this fan base that could soon be climbing the rankings rapidly. With oh, what year? Owner. And also, what year was this? This is 2019. Okay, so that, that definitely makes sense. But they still, even in the, the even game. now, I, I don't think Carolina. The storm surge is more the team, and not the. I'm right. not gonna. They don't get credit for the team's personality. You know what I mean? I I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, the next team is from the central. And maybe a soon-to-be fan base uh, that I dislike. (laughs) The Colorado Avalanche? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're like, they sing all the small things. It's like, oh, great. (sighs) Yeah, wonderful. That's one thing. Uh, That's one thing they do. They do, well, again, that's the team thing. Yeah. Well, the next one's from the Metro. But uh, to go back to Colorado, I do like... That they oh, they play the Super Mario power up thing when you get out of the box. Up. Yeah, that's I mean, cool, but that's the that. team. That's not the fan base. Exactly. And again, it's the the arena prompts them to sing all the small things. Yes. You know, because they, you know, they, they sing at the Garden too. They'll sing built Piano Man and shit. You know, so. Yeah. Um, okay. Next is a Metro team. Metro team. Washington or no? Excuse me, no. Columbus now. No. Washington. It's not Washington or Columbus. Nope. Pittsburgh? Nope. New Jersey? Yes. Wow. Okay. All right. We got a another um I'm sorry, central team. Minnesota? No. This mm. one's kind of shocking. No, Chicago? No. Um Dallas? Nope. Fuck. Uh, the St. Louis Blues? Yeah. Wow. I disagree with them. I disagree with that but, too. Um. So the next one, hold on, I don't, I don't even know. Oh, is a uh the Pacific team? Hmm. Sharks. No. Uh, Canucks. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, right back to Central. Nashville. No, Nashville's got to be high on that list. So, uh, right back to Central. Now Minnesota. <laughs> no. Damn it. Uh, 
no, it's, we already just had St. Louis. Uh, now, it, Dallas? Yep, Dallas Stars. Okay. And then right back to the Pacific. Better not be the... It's going to be one... It's a Canadian team, isn't it? Right? It, it is a Canadian team. Edmonton? Correct. Okay. And then we got... A Atlantic team. Mm. This this one is pretty shocking, but I've also never been to a game there. So, Detroit. Uh, yes, that is shocking, and I I also think that's inaccurate. I think obviously them being bad the last decade hurts, or close to a decade hurts. But you know, in the in the ninety, you know, in the late nineties, early early two thousands. You know, that building was insane, you know, so they throw a fucking octopus on the ice. Like, uh, I know. And they're, they're, dumb they're, they're lit. Well, the reason they put them there is because they're just not a good team. I'm like, well, yeah, that- it might right now or uh, yeah, at, even t- at 2019, this was the case and probably still right now. But who knows if they when they're good, if they get back in the playoffs, it could be different uh, with who's next. Uh, a Metro team. Uh, Penguins. Yes. A Atlantic team. The fact they have the Penguins more than Washington is interesting. I'm sorry, you said Atlantic? Yep. Uh, I said Ottawa already. Um, Tampa? This one's really shocking, too. No. Tampa? Buffalo? Nope. Um, Actually, this might be more shocking than Detroit. The Maple Leafs? Yeah. Yeah, this is a weird list. I know. This is, uh, that's not true. Uh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. We're breezing. Uh, and then another Atlantic team. The Bruins? Nope. Um, like I'm so surprised. Every this time. Pro- this one this probably is Buffalo? Is probably- no, no, no. This one's probably changed. Tampa? Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, C- Columbus. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I gave the next one away. It was an, uh, I'm sorry, a Metro team, and I gave it away. Oh, Columbus? Yep. Sorry. CBJ. That's fine. Uh, next one is a uh, Central. Now Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're, you know, we're at 13 here. Uh, this is a Pacific team. Uh, San Jose. Correct. SJS. Another okay. P- Pacific team. Vancouver. Oh, we are no, in Vancouver. Um, uh, and you said v- Vegas is not on this list. Oh, they're not, they're not. Um, Vegas no, is on this list. So it's Vegas? No. The Ducks? I did. We did that. I have this list in front of me. It's not helping me. <laughs> Who's the Pacific? I'm looking at the NHL divisions. Who am I missing? Who's a Pacific team that I'm, I'm missing here? They're hot. Oh, the Flames? Yes. Okay. At 12, uh, right back to a, um, I'm sorry, a Atlantic team for number 12. Now Boston, which would, nope. it would, I would disagree with. Okay. Uh, another Atlantic team. Uh, Buffalo. Yes. Uh, another Atlantic. Now Boston. <laughs> Correct. A Metro team. Uh, the devil. Wait, we did the devils. Uh, Pitts. We did Washington. Nope. Did we do? We did Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um. Philly. Philly. Correct. Okay. Another Atlantic team. Oh baby. Um. Toronto. No, we did Toronto. Um. A metro team, metro team. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh my god. Now Washington. No. The Rangers. Yep, we got number That's eight. That's <laughs> this is their. This that. is their. I don't say they they should be number one, but they should be higher than that. This is what they wrote about them. There is nothing truly special about Madison Square Garden as a building, even after the renovations. It's an arena that, if it were located in any other American city, it wouldn't have anywhere near the appeal or notoriety that it does it's basic it does not mean that it's not a great place to watch a game 
There is an energy and excitement in the building that is among the best in the league, no matter where the Rangers are in the standings or what their record is, which would mean standings. And they have their own distinct goal song and one of the league's classic goal horns. If you are lucky enough to see a Rangers win, you get the salute at center ice. That's all they wrote. Okay. All right, whatever. Moving on. All right. Another Metro team. Islanders. No. Washington. Correct. The fact that Washington got, got more than, well, but then the timing is clearly when they won the cup or whatever. So yeah. Uh, it's, it's bias. Who's next? The central team. Uh, the, do we do Chicago yet? It's Chicago. Yeah. All right. Final five. Here we go. Wow. A Metro team. Uh, the Islanders. Correct. Okay. A central team. The Predators. Correct. An Atlantic team. Who did I miss from the Atlantic? We did Detroit. Boston. We uh, had Boston already. We did Boston already? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, There's only one team left there. Oh, Toronto. We did. Do we do Toronto yet? Yeah, we did. We did Tampa too, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Who am I missing? We did Detroit. Correct. Uh, oh, the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're a good building. It's a good building. Um, yeah. I, would love to see I, I saw a game there. And it was like the last game of their season, and it was not very eventful. But sure. it was it was cool building you know, though. Yeah, they played the Tampa Bay Lightning. It was just kind of an easygoing game. They no like there they weren't making just, the playoffs. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, actually, no, nah, maybe they weren't at that time. I forget. Yeah. Uh, okay, and so the last two teams, I'm gonna have you guess one because if I do the thing, you're gonna get it. It's between obviously the Vegas Golden Knights and the Winnipeg Jets. Who do you think got one? Probably Vegas. Nope. Right. The wow, Winnipeg, Winnipeg Jets. The whiteout. Uh, Yard Barker. Where is Yard Barker? For, is this, who wrote this? Where's this person from? Are they from Winnipeg? Yard Barker. Uh, let's just see who wrote the article. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, Vegas being number two is not shocking. This is written by Ethan. No, that's the Adam Gretz. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. That name sounds familiar. Lo and behold, uh, Adam Gretz. He has his own sub stack. Find me Pensburg and Yard Barker. Hmm. Is that is Adam from Winnipeg? I don't know. Who knows? It's just that's a very strange thing for me. Uh, he's sports CBS Sports though, so. Yeah, also he covers a lot of the Canadian right? teams. So, listen, I think the whiteout's cool, but do you think the outside of like, oh, we've been going to game, our building, our arena is small, and we wave white towels around? Like, no offense, Jets fans, but yeah, they seem you're passionate. I just don't think it's the same thing. Like, for better or for worse, Islanders, Philly, Rangers fans, um, you know. Uh, but I Maple guess it's what your definition are... of what what a, a good home crowd is like to me. A home a good home crowd like gives you an advantage in the building. That's uh, true, and in that in that sense, I would say the whiteout definitely does help the Jets. Yeah, like that was an electric place. I think in the playoffs when that article was written, with, mm-hmm. because at that point the you know the Winnipeg Jets were you know making it making runs in the playoffs, and that building was you know wild so i definitely it definitely makes sense where he put that team i just think if you take the overall picture and not recency bias that i he clearly has i don't know you know if winnipeg's there i don't know not not in the top two but maybe in, certainly in the top 10 i would have them but again it's all left up to individuals opinions so there's no right or wrong answer i guess if you uh if you're writing the article, you write the article the way you want it. So, yeah, I don't know. I can't find where this guy is from, though. 
it's fine. I don't want to like dox this guy or whatever. I'm just curious no, to I, see I if that would influence it. I think you it know? was a fair article, though. I mean, there's a couple of things yeah. ones I disagree with, but I, I think. And obviously time has had an effect. Yeah. You know, obviously it being written two years ago will have an effect on maybe our current day perception of some of the things listed because it can be hot. You know, a building can be hot, you know, one year and, and a mausoleum the next, you know. Yeah, I would also like to know how many games he's seen in each. Like, like has he been to every building? Yeah, that's a good point. So, um, mm-hmm. do you have anything else, Andy? No, no. I'm sure people are, are tired of me getting, trying to guess this dumb list. So, wow, that was a really fast 47 minutes, wasn't it? Jesus Christ. Yeah, we flew through this one. We did. Um um, so? I did really quick want to ask you about, because we didn't get to cover it. Um, they announced, you know, the world cup of hockey is coming back. Um, so you want uh, my thoughts on the world cup of hockey? Sorry. I, you cut out for a second. Yeah, no, I, obviously they announced the world cup of hockey is coming back in 2024. Uh, but this time out, there won't be any gimmick teams. Uh, I see a lot of people are happy about this and I'm not, I like the gimmick teams. Uh, but what, I want to get your thoughts on this tournament coming back. Are you happy it's back? And what do you think about just doing a straight, you know, country, country format and that's it? Um, yeah, just tell me how you're feeling about it. Um, well, I just feel like you have the Olympics. And I, obviously, you know, with COVID, that, that didn't work out this this time around. But it, I like the gimmick team. You know, I, I think it gives the world cup of hockey, a little bit different vibe than the Olympics. Like if you're just doing strictly by country, then there's really no difference between what you're doing and then what the Olympics do. So if you want to be different, I would make the gimmick team. I would make, you know, uh, you know, a North American team of all young stars, you know, especially if you're trying to grow the game, like, and, and also I think it keeps fans engaged. You know, if you're, if you're a fan and USA gets knocked out, well, I still have North America to root for. You know what I mean? Like it allows you to like spread your fan base out a little bit. And, uh, you know, for me, I don't, I, you know, I probably, I would say the same for you too, but you're, you're who you root for once the U S is knocked out probably goes by the individual players on the Rangers that are, are on the other teams left available in the tournament. Am I create? Am I right on that? Um, well, actually, the thing is, I wanted Team North America to win last time. I don't think a single Ranger made that team. I think at the the time, wasn't JT Miller like an alternate? I don't think, was he still even on the Rangers at that point? I yeah, he was. He, was he? Was I he think t- so. Right, yeah, you're probably right. So the Rangers um, had McDonough on uh, Team North America and, and Stepon, for that matter. Kreider, was, Kreider wasn't on it, right? Lundqvist was on Team Sweden. I want to say Kreider was on USA. I don't um, know. Yeah. I, also, too, I'm like blanking on the year that this actually happened. Um, uh, world, yeah, I got to go to the Wikipedia page. World Cup of Hockey. Yeah, because the last one was... Uh, um, yeah, hold on. Where is it? Do, 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 it was uh, 2016. 2016. So it was a wow. while ago. That's six, yeah. that's six years ago. Um, do they have the, the rosters for these teams? Because team... Damn it. Of course they don't. Uh, world... And I know if I Google this, it's all going to be speculative rosters. Oh, here we go. So 2016 uh, rosters. This is what I wanted. Because, yeah. So, I mean, the Rangers... Uh, they had do 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 do. Yeah, they only really had Zuccarello played for for team um Europe. team Europe. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm trying. Oh, you know what's messing me up is that I, I think they auto formatted to like. Nope, no, it says Zuccarello, uh, New York Rangers. Yeah, so McDonough and Stepan were on Team USA. Kreider was not. He's not included there. Um, it was just those two. Lundqvist was obviously on Team uh, Sweden as their goaltender. Um, JT Miller was on Team North America, although I don't think he got much playing time from what I remember. 
Um, I'm clearly forgetting someone too. I know that, but you know, uh, no players for Russia, no players for Finland. You know, Mika Zibanejad had not emerged as a, a the player he is now yet. Although was he 2017 trade to the Rangers, Mika? Uh, at that point, I yeah, 17, 18 yeah. might have been his first season. So it was just Lundqvist, Stepan, McDonough, um, and Zuccarello. That's it, and JT Miller. Excuse me. I mean. We don't get. We won't go into it too much, but obviously now you'd have to imagine Shosturkin and Vasilevsky would be the goaltenders for Russia, right? Um, if things, if if the tournament was tomorrow, no, no. Uh, uh, Mika came sixteen seventeen. Okay, yeah. There, see, there you go. Um, yeah, I guess if if you had to guess which players from the Rangers now would make the team, you'd probably be. Do you, well. Here's a question: Does Kreider make it? I, I feel like they definitely put him on the team. Yeah. But the problem is now this, this tournament's in two years, so it's they're not putting him on that. But if it was tomorrow after the season he had, I feel you'd almost have to put him on. Right now, I think he's penciled in on that roster. Just for the net, just to be the net front guy in the power play, you almost have to, right? Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I, I, again, I would have to look how deep this team is, but Kreider definitely, like, just. Yeah, the sheer nature of where he is, like, you know, his his assets, I guess, on that team, it would help them for sure. Net front present, obviously, guy, you know, that is big and fast. I, yeah. I would imagine he makes it. So, yeah, I, I think, and I'm not speaking out of school here when I say, most likely Fox and Kreider make Team USA. Uh, Zabanajad makes Team Sweden. Igor and Panarin make Team Russia. And uh, that's it. You know, maybe Capo Caco makes Team Finland as a very bottom line, but I doubt it. Lafreniere is no way he's cracking Team Canada right now, right? No. Yeah, no. so, um, you know, although maybe Philip Heedle could make the Czech team if uh, with his... Yeah, he'd probably know. be there. There's a lot of good players there, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, and just, you know... Yeah, although I'm just trying to think, you know, honestly, yeah, he still doesn't have too much because I'm looking at a lot of players from the last roster and a lot of there was, you know, they had what two two free agents. Um, a lot of these guys, you know, a lot of guys from the uh, KHL and, and Czech League. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think the one thing which is unfortunate that you might not have this tournament is that. The last tournament was cool because Datsuk had already like retired, but then you got to see him and Kovalchuk coming back, which kind of cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Um, so I don't think you'll have as much as that, but yeah, I think Heal could make the Czech team probably. So, but then that's it. I don't. I can't see anyone else on the Rangers lineup. You know, I mean, unless although Team USA has done some stupid things in the past past uh, like it would be funny if they took true but just because they're like oh he's big and he hits people like we need this guy you know that would be a very team usa thing to do yeah i i just i don't know i i feel like there's we could we should put together let's put together a team usa team uh for next podcast yeah okay that's what our next podcast everyone we're gonna put together our or we're gonna speculate Team USA. Let's let's just keep it the major ones. Let's do you want to do USA and Canada and just leave it at that. Yeah, we can do USA and Canada, and then maybe the podcast after that we'll do like Sweden and uh, Russia. We don't really, I don't know if they're really. Are they even playing? Now. Well, we don't know. We we have to, we don't know the state of what the state of current affairs will be in twenty twenty four, but it'll be interesting. So I would imagine right now they're not they're not involved. Yeah, right now it ain't happening. But are they going to do what they do in the in the the Olympics? Do they do the the Olympic athletes of Russia? Are they the World Cup coalition of Russian hockey players? You know, I don't, I don't I I don't know. And it's like one of those questions where it's like I I I have no I could see them just being in the tournament, and then I can also see it being like no. But they can't play them. their they can't play their their national anthem. National anthem. Or represent like you know like they have to be, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The, the yeah the, the the ice hockey athletes of Russia, right? 
so wild 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 okay well do you have anything else james no i'm i'm uh, that's i'm i'm beat i have nothing i have nothing left here yep i hear you a lot of a lot of rambling on this one for me so uh yeah thanks for tuning in everyone uh like we said nhl training camps are around the corner and the preseason can't come soon enough uh the countdown is on the weather is already getting cooler Uh, there's a nice breeze outside so i think i'm gonna step outside and get some fresh air so we'll see you all on thursday later thank you for listening to the broadway boys podcast be sure to follow us on twitter at broadway boys pod and please rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts spotify soundcloud or the hockey podcast network.com you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.